0: Today's episode is brought to you by Fulton, a modern brand of arch support. Fulton launched the most comfortable, supportive, and sustainable insole on the planet. Fulton insoles have a deep heel cup and a comfortable arch support that aligns your body from head to toe. They're using sustainable materials like vegan cactus leather and cork, allowing them to mold to the shape of your arch and provide customized support. They are also shock absorbing, reducing impact on the body, and are aligned with natural foam to make them extra comfortable. Back in 2011, I broke my ankle. That's a story for another day. Anyway, since then, me and Cute Shoes have not gotten along. I have to wear shoes that give me the best support for my ankles, but in heels, child, when I wear heels, I have to wear insoles or I'll be looking crazy because I need all the support. If you are in need of insoles that provide customized support, Fulton is offering our listeners $10 off your next purchase at walkfulton.com by using the code POD10. That's code POD10 for $10 off at walkfulton.com. Check out the website to see how Fulton can support you. Welcome back to another episode of the slain Self-Doubt Podcast. I am here with Adrian Russo from Chic Essentials Boutique and Curated Styles by Adrian. Welcome, Adrian, to the show. How are you? Hey,
1: girl. Hey, what's going on? Oh
0: no, Thank I you am... for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. I'm excited about um, y'all. I know y'all always be like, she's she excited about every uh, all the conversations. <laughs> I am y'all. I be I be so serious because. It literally is like I'd be telling God, I need you to connect me with the right people because whoever is uh-huh. connected to slaying self doubt, like it's it's forever, okay? Cardi Listen, B forever, all right? Forever, ever, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I don't I don't want no problems, okay? So whenever I like the Lord connects me with like a great great woman, I'd be like, this gonna be, and especially because y'all get to see most of the time these are our first conversations so it's not like yep. we talked a whole week before and now now we having a, a conversation right. this is literally the first time we're speaking so I love it's it that yeah I love it that it's already organic. yes and our energy is already like okay then you know so I was like <laughs> this is going to be good good um yes. so I actually found Adrian on Instagram. Actually, I'm going to tell you where I actually found you at. So you okay. did a live with um, Keeley Carter um, and uh-huh. you guys... I was on her
1: podcast too. Oh, like back see? when it was momish, I was on her podcast.
0: Oh, and see, I didn't I back then, you know, uh-huh. out was just like, I had tunnel vision. Like I was like, I ain't stepping yeah. outside of this box, Lord. I'm going to just do whatever you tell me to do. I'm not connected with nobody, but y'all were doing a, a podcast. Alive, and uh-huh. I caught like the end of it because I think I was doing I think I did one with somebody and then sec- because I was on live I just happened to be looking and so I was like oh yeah. just pop in. and the part that I caught was when y'all were talking about like not playing small this year and, uh-huh. not, and I was just like mm-hmm, okay and right in that moment the Lord was like her I was like Okay then. So I actually okay, both of y'all, because <laughs> uh, I was like, I got, I got you, I got you. So it would be stuff like that. Ooh. So like it was like just in that conversation, how authentic you were, how transparent y'all were talking about things. I was just like, okay, yeah. she got to come on here. She got to tell her story. So I was yes. able to do that. So I want you to tell the audience a little bit about yourself and how you got started.
1: Okay, thanks. So y'all, hello. <laughs> I'm Adrian. <laughs> So I am a DMV native. I'm bo- I was born and raised in the Prince George's County. I'm from the Lago hey, area. Okay, the area, area for y'all <laughs> that are around here. Um I am a wife of 17 years. I am a mom of 3. My kids are 17, 15 and 11, so they drive me oh. up a wall every day. Child. <laughs> it's Woo! That's a whole nother podcast episode, honey. Raising tweens and teenagers. So I'm a a mom of three by day from my nine to five. I'm actually a medical science liaison for a major pharmaceutical company. So I'm a scientific educator. I'm a pharmacist by training, graduated from Howard University School of Pharmacy. And I'm also a Morgan State Okay, University all the HBCUs, alum. all of it. Oh yeah, okay. oh uh, we, we we all about the HBCUs here. My husband also, I met him in Morgan, and he went to Morgan for all his grad school as well. So we HBCU edumacated. Yes, they say. Um, and so by day I do scientific education, and um, every other hour of the day I'm, <laughs> I'm running my two companies, which are Sheik Essentials Boutique and also Curated Styles by Adrian. So I'm a personal brand stylist. I work specifically with female entrepreneurs that want to elevate their uh, personal brand style and then I offer chic timeless and inclusive fashion for women through chic essentials Boutique. so Yes. Yeah. Okay. Me in on that shell.
0: Oh, that 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 is more than enough. Okay. So <laughs> we so the whole even so first of all, I uh I went to Hampton, so I'm just going to go ahead hey. and say hey okay. okay? Uh, a lot of people I
1: love that went to Hampton. Yeah, so you know it's not home happen, by you know. the sea. Says home <laughs> by the
0: sea. Um, but yes, I love the I love like I can already tell the stories about to be like good because I want to know how you go from. A scientific pharmacist <laughs> by trade, health pharmaceutical person, to styling <laughs> balmers. Like I, just I know to exactly. Like, <laughs> listen, <laughs> look, listen. On
1: my website, I even actually have on Sheikah uh, Sidhu's boutique website. When you go to like about me, it even says like I know a combination of like a scientist and a fashionista don't really make no sense in the world, but here I am. And this is who I am, honey. So, uh, yeah. so
0: <laughs> let's talk about that real quickly before we get into the, the the self-doubt portion of it. Like what up, okay. What started that, that thing to say, okay, you know what? Ha- have you always been into fashion? Or if it was like some one day that was just like, you know what? I put some stuff together yeah. and I could do it for other people too. So it's
1: really an interesting story. So I, yes, I have always been in fa- into fashion to answer that question. Like high school, middle school, I was always, you know, kind of, trying to figure out what I wanted to do you know yeah um, pulling together outfits like I always wanted to look cute that was you know the 90s we thought we were doing Listen, something back you you yes. <laughs> so I was always into fashion but when I got into um, undergrad at Morgan State University it was always this ongoing joke because you know for the lo- for those of you that are listening that don't know about PG County you know they call it pretty girl county so yes. like we would always be like dressed up to the nines honey with nowhere to go on no where. <laughs> girl nowhere to go look like we was going to the club every day and then all the like men and people from other areas of the u.s were like what's up with these pg county girls like they always dressed up in the pg county dudes would be like oh yeah that's how they are like every day that's yes. Friday that's
0: nothing really big we so, can even dress up some sneakers like you yes, be like oh like, let me you got you got to have it all together it like to
1: bougie and extra like yes bougie, and extra. There, bougie <laughs> and extra so anyway so i was being my normal pg county bougie extra self at morgan and there was a particular event that was coming up so you know, at that time, that's when we was getting them refund checks back, right? That wasn't our damn money, but we uh, spending it like it yes. was our money, <laughs> yes. couldn't tell us nothing. So in my mind, I was rich, rich every time I was getting back at three, two, four thousand $4,000, whatever it is. So I ran my broke suit and ass to the mall um, <laughs> with the money that wasn't mine. And, you know, I found this boutique and I was like, ooh, I got to get this dress for this event. Ain't nobody going to have this dress. I'm going to be blah, 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 blah. So whoop-de-whoop, i go into the boutique and I'm like, hey, I'm looking for such and such. I think I want to get this. So the lady kind of looks me up and down and and I've always been a curvy girl. So I'm five eight. She has hips. She has thighs. She has it all. Yes. So I've always been curvy. So the associate was like, oh no, we don't carry like your size here. Like, we don't have... Ooh, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about all my edges and looked at me like... It was almost like a scene from... Y'all seen Pretty Woman, right? Like when she came in and was trying to buy the expensive clothes. And she yeah. was like, we don't have anything for you here, girl. That's how I felt. Oh, my like god, and, and pretty woman. So I was like so ashamed, felt bad, walked out, Look, walked out with my little refund check money that I thought I had. Because, you know, I was big ball. Yeah. Big I, was like, I can buy whatever. What's going on? What, what is what's good? Girl, she uh, gathered me and sent me on my way. Oh, man. And in that moment, I said to myself, you know what? no woman should ever have to feel that way when they go into a sore shop. No one should feel humiliated because mm. of their shape or their size. And I took that experience and that humiliation and locked it away in the back of my mind. I said, one day I'm going to start my own brand. I'm going to start my own clothing line that's going to be focused and catered to women of different shapes and sizes because no woman should ever have to feel that way. Yeah. So that's where it really came from. So then again, I locked it away you know, went through school, went through grad school. My, my kids were young. So I just kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then one day in 2018, it's just, it's almost like God just spoke to me. Like, mm. when, when are you going to start this bit? Like you've been saying for basically a decade now at this point that you're going to start this clothing brand and you're going to, you know, serve these women of different shapes and sizes and your brand is going to be about inclusivity and you're going to empower women through fashion. You keep saying you're going to do it, but when you going to do it? I mean, literally, it came to me. And I got up, I'll never forget it. I walked into the room, my husband was watching football. This is during football season. And I said,
0: child you I'm know you don't uh <laughs> you don't interrupt him
1: <laughs> in that girl, uh, listen girl he he probably was half listening but half not oh uh, yeah baby boy. okay and, <laughs> I was like um I'm, I'm getting ready to launch this boutique and he was like what like he turned around because of course he like you've been talking about it. and I was like no I'm serious I'm launching it so this that was October 2018 I launched that boutique I launched Chic Essentials Boutique in April of 2019. So I gave myself six months, yes. grinded, researched, did everything I had to do and I launched it. And it's like, I mean, literally it felt like God was like right there with you. Like you said, you're going to do this. All right, so you ready? All right, let's do it. And it's like, yeah. we are grinding together, girl. So it that's really the story behind how I started the boutique. And then how I ended up starting the styling company is once I started the boutique, I noticed a need for many of the women that I was servicing in the boutique, they were asking for styling tips. Mm -hmm. They were asking me, well, when are you going to start styling? When are you going to start offering styling services? Many of them were female entrepreneurs. Many of them were women. You know, just like you and me, they were starting brands, building brands. They were trying to figure out, okay, how do I show up for my brand? Does it align with my brand voice? What should I do? And then the light bulb went off. And I realized that the part of the business that I really love the most You know, it really isn't about like the money necessarily or selling the clothes. It's the connection that I have with women and how women tell me that they feel when they put on Chic Essentials boutique clothing and the DMs that I get and the conversations that I have. And I was like, that's the part of the business that I'm most passionate about and I love the most. So why wouldn't I start a styling business where I can work even more intimately with these women? So that's how I ended up launching curated styles by Adrian it was because of a need that i recognized within the business and my passion for working directly with women
0: yes so first of all y'all know whenever you hear these stories right it always comes from some type of personal something personal to us right like god will always use your whether it's a a personal pain point a burden on you to be Mm -hmm. able to bless somebody else and a lot of times you know when we go through this journey of like really fully walking into our purpose we delay it because we again just like with this slaying self-doubt you think you by yourself i'm the only person that actually has to deal with this because the illusion is that everybody else has what they need and they don't i don't need an extra thing i don't need this and so uh, as a curvy girl myself who is mm-hmm. shorter in statue because i'm only five <laughs> four okay uh-huh. and i got hips and a behind and all of that Yep. It is hard to find clothes that fit. It it's either yeah. too long and I'm walking on my pants, you know, or you got that, <laughs> I hate that gap in the back, okay? It's right. like in the back of your pants, Where if you don't know, if you if you don't have a gap in the back of your pants, you, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. But for those of us that know. <laughs> for those that deal with the gap. You, the gap in the back <laughs> of your pants. You. Yeah, listen, <laughs> it is so annoying to go places. And then you, you always feel like you have to, travel outside of certain things right like uh, I can't go to the regular store um because this is just not gonna fit you know and I, I hate buying clothes online I like I gotta try on everything because I was like what may fit for one person if you don't have this this don't you is not I you can't you I my my 12 or 14 or 18 ain't gonna fit the same way on you and and it's just it's mad annoying to try to find really really nice stuff because also you Mm -hmm. don't want to be out here like for me personally um I've shared this on here before that like I was like straight up and down for a very long time and then I got sick took some I had some prednisone and then all my curves Uh came right (laughs) normally people blow up and my 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 curves came and they never left and it was so hard like growing up trying to find stuff that didn't make me look like extra provocative or you know I can't and being in corporate America like I would see women with some mini skirts on or the bodycon dresses bodycon. and a sweater and I would be oh like Lord. so you need to do that, be- that in a minute I
1: don't know what that is with the let me throw a bodycon on with a blaze over top and now I'm and it, now I'm incorporating." like no, no baby that's and I'm not like
0: I, <laughs> that's I, not I, 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 I gotta wear a sweater over my pants because I'm like right. one, one you, you have people who will say something or look a certain type of way and it's just uh it's so annoying so first of all thank you for creating something for me okay I just <laughs> want to tell you that <laughs> you are welcome
1: girl and, it, and it's a, I will tell you in the fashion industry it's a struggle even when I work with vendors I'm constantly sourcing vendors because I want quality product yeah quality material I'm not trying to sell that cheap you know see-through see your yes. yeah I want it to be quality I want it to be value so when you're spending a dollar with my boutique you know it's going you know a long way and it's going to be something that again back to the timeless piece that can live in your closet yeah. for years not just something you won't wash and then the next time you wear it it's right it's apart. all falling apart so find something that's quality good material all of that and then also realistically can fit a woman's body especially a black woman's body yes. that's that's who i have in mind when i'm pulling these items it is very very challenging because the majority of the vendors in the fashion industry are from China that's Mm. just fact yeah is what it is
0: yeah so as we talk about this journey how did self-doubt show up
1: Woo, um (laughs) lord oh my god (laughs) (laughs) self-doubt has showed up so many times in my life I will say it probably first started showing up um really as a child actually
0: mm.
1: um I think self-doubt started showing up just because like I was always a, ta- a taller girl so I'm five eight but when I was younger you know you never wanted to be like the tall girl right yeah. because all the boys were shorter and I'm blind as a bat so I always wore like glasses and my glasses were like thick back then in the 80s so I think like the a little bit of the self-doubt started to creep in then and that was more about my appearance now luckily my mom and my dad always were present especially my mom she was just one of those moms that would just like size you up no matter what like whatever yes. her kids did she would blow it up to like the 10th 20th power. and I'm like that with my kids too so she all she instilled so much confidence in me that I think it helped me overcome that piece but that's really when it I think initially started to creep in so I think then I almost had times in my life where I would like overcompensate as a young kid. And mm. I and that that would be by me maybe acting out. Like, you know, I was always like funny and goofy and playing around and, you know, that thing in class. Yeah.
0: So I think
1: some of that came from me trying to overcompensate because really I was self-conscious about how I look.
0: Mm. Um, and then that,
1: you know, and then that slowly started to, you know, drift off. And then I think, once I became an adult and I was in um, college and kind of matriculating through college. So once I got pregnant with my son, that was literally like two months before I graduated from undergrad. So I was getting ready to go to pharmacy school. Girl, I had just found out I got accepted to Howard. And then I also found out that my ass was pregnant. Yeah. My, you know, with me and my husband were pregnant. My- Boyfriend at the time, yeah. so I was like freaking out, girl. I was like, "How am I going to do this?" My mother like, "I can't do, I can't have this baby. It's no way I can do." It. And my mom's like, "Girl, you are twenty years old. If you don't go sit down somewhere, <laughs> like." So I was freaking out, and I was thinking she was gonna be mad at me, but she just prayed all that, and <clears throat> I was like, "There is no way I'm gonna be able to." You know, go through pharmacy school and like have a baby, and this is gonna ruin my life. Mm. Cause you know, and we always have this plan, right? In yeah. my mind, I was gonna go to grad school, then I was gonna get married, then I was gonna have kids, then I was gonna have the white picket fence and the dog, and the, you know, we we have this plan. In, and, the and, and the Lord laughs. And the Lord laughs, girl. It never works out that way, right? So the self-doubt started to creep in because I was like, how am I going to be able to get to pharmacy school? It's so difficult. It's another four years after undergrad. There's no way I'm going to be able to do it. So, you know, it ended up working. I ended up delaying my enrollment. And then I started the following year. But get this. How about then? I got pregnant with my daughter. So I had two two babies in grad school. I mean, I'm talking about babies in grad school. So I struggled a lot the first couple of years just, you know, telling myself, well, should I give up? How am I going to be able to finish? You know, so that self-doubt stayed around for a long time. And I think even after I graduated, it was part of the reason why I didn't end up starting a business or I didn't end up doing Mm. other things because I was so dedicated to being a mom and a wife that I just felt like there wasn't really even room for me, even Mm. for myself. Yeah. And I focused so much on that, so much on that, so much on that. And I wouldn't I didn't have time to go out and you know be with my friends, or I didn't make time, should I say? I'm not gonna yeah. say I didn't have time because I I believe that there wasn't time for anything else, mm. so I didn't do anything. And then what ended up happening was my husband, who's the only child, he was still you know had time with his friends and doing other things, and because I wasn't making time for myself and making time to be with my friends, I started to resent him Mm. because he was able to carve that time out. So girl, it's like, it, it creeped in so many ways. So I was doubting, I was doubting myself as a mom. Am I being the best mom I could be? Cause I'm trying to work and have two kids and be. am I being the best wife I could be? And all of that self doubt then translated to insecurity. It translated to me resenting him. But you know, those things. And eventually uh, I had to like really, really work on myself mm. and, and look inward and realize like this shit, this don't have nothing to do with him. This yep. is me. Yeah. This is literally me. Like I'm mad because I'm not, you know, attributing time to self-care. I'm not spending time with my friends. I'm not doing A B C You're and, D. and I'm, and I'm Yeah. Want. I'm I'm not pouring into my own cup. Yes. And I'm pouring in everyone else's, and now my cup, cup is empty. And I'm looking around, pointing the finger at somebody else about why my cup, cup is empty. But you got to fill your own cup up. Come on, and look Come on. to other people to fill your cup up and make you happy. You got to be happy yourself. Yes. And then everybody else is just that's just an addition, that's just the sprinkle, that's just the seasoning. Yeah. You got to make sure that you're happy yourself. And that was my issue. I wasn't happy because I was so busy giving to everyone else. And then I made it about him when it wasn't about him. It was Mm
0: -hmm. me. Listen that right there is the story of probably every uh mostly every woman who listens to this show right because what what we already know that the enemy comes to kill steal and destroy right and it, he's yes. clever he does not try anything new or no special type of trickeration it is literally just the little things right and so if he can like put that in your head you end up turning everybody else is at fault right and so that Mm -hmm. resonates with me because I would be the same way like um, my husband's the only child as well and just things like and he would say certain things over time that would be like well why don't you just do it why do you like I'm not telling you no like you're not even asking and I would still be frustrated because now you're telling me about myself ain't nobody actually do that right Like, I didn't ask you, but then eventually I got to the point where I was like, you're right. Like, this is my responsibility. And so even at the beginning of my Slants of Doubt journey, um, it was very much so like, like you said, it was, I had to stop and look at me. I had to do my work before I could look out to everybody else and see how they can help Mm me you know they may have contributed to it um but really it's about you and so being able so first of all thank you for sharing your story because a lot of times we don't realize that our insecurities and our doubts start at such a young age because we don't have the words for it right we don't right. know exactly what it means that you just feel some type of way that's like a little mm-hmm. you know I'm saying you just feel some type of way about something and then as you start to mature it, it looks differently in different situations you know what I'm saying Exactly. So, damn for us to be at this place where we're able to put a name on it. This is what I love about these conversations mm-hmm. because it's like you, like I, I understand that story because it's it, part of it is me, right? And so when yeah. you're able to see that in other women and be able to have a conversation, the next thing is, like, okay, like, okay, so then what do I do? The next right. thing is that now you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look at yourself. You gotta take some time for exactly. yourself. You gotta, and you have to ask for whatever it is that you need mm-hmm. um, so that you can get that because you're right you you are responsible and i literally just talked about this on the show is that you are responsible for filling your cut not nobody else that's not nobody Nobody else's job that is your job to say no and that doesn't mean that you just give up on everything and be like i'm out Mm -hmm. you know now sometimes you might have to say i'm out right but yeah that's why i don't believe
1: in the whole thing like you know i know we we love the way it sounds and it sounds romantic but people be like you know i'm looking for someone to complete me or you complete me like we saw you know in a movie with t- it's like no you need yeah. to complete you need to already be whole
0: yeah yeah and then
1: whoever comes into your life is just that's just an that's addition. a bonus you don't need yes. really to be looking for anyone to complete you you looking for someone to complete you you in trouble yeah you in yeah. serious trouble and that the piece that I just described, baby, that's just the self-doubt on the personal side. We need to talk about listen. the self-doubt on the business <laughs> side. Let's, let's talk a little bit about imposter syndrome. Come on. That shit right there. And
0: listen.
1: Listen, it's literally like the devil on your shoulder. Like I'm talking about she imposter syndrome she's ghetto she's ratchet and she needs to get out my business that's what she needs to do she needs to stay out my business she really be trying to creep in and and being a business owner now it happens a lot it doesn't happen as often I'm learning to ignore her Mm -hmm. more but I would say that I had a lot of self-doubt in the business side because you know to be honest I didn't believe in the beginning that people would buy into my brand hmm. or believe in, believe in my brand because many people already know, you know, what I do for a living. And a lot of times people like to hear the story of, you know, I grew up in hard times. Yeah. I didn't have a dollar to my name. Then I started a business and then whatever, whatever. And those stories are inspiring. I'm not taking anything away from those stories, but my story is a little bit of the opposite, right? My story is that I did everything I was supposed to do. I went to school. I went to undergrad. I went to grad school. I, I got my doctorate. I, you know, have been successful in my career for over a decade now. And then, oh, and then now you got the, she got the nerve to start a Mm. business. Who Mm. who she thinks she is? Mm. Who she thinks she is? She already A, B, and C. And she thinks she going, oh, whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. So literally I had all of those feelings Mm. in the beginning because I'm like, are people going to want to, are people going to truly believe that I'm doing this because I'm really passionate about it? Are people going to think, I'm just trying to get more money. Well, she already is good. She don't need, she already lives here. She already A, B, and C. Yeah. Why would I support her? And that, that ate me up for a long time. And then eventually I just had to let it go. I was like, you know what? Whoever's for me is for me. My tribe will find me. Yes. You know, I'll just continue to tell my story. I'll continue. And they're going to be able to see that it's authentic. They're going to be able to see that it truly is a passion. And maybe they'll realize that because I don't have to do this for the money. Because I'm not doing this because yeah. oh if you know I have to pay a bill they'll realize oh damn she's really locked in because she don't have
0: to do yeah, this with yeah. me. you know what I mean no yeah but I, that I ate absolutely me up a lot in the beginning no yeah and that you know I, I love how you say that <laughs> that imposter syndrome is ghetto she is she's and ghetto. she just she's all up ghetto. in your business like I'm gonna have to use that because that <laughs> is that when you're starting something new. The, so here's the thing. I always say that one, when you are walking in your purpose, like you are doing it, like if it, like you just have joy that you cannot explain to anybody else. Right. Yes. And so when you're doing that, you're literally doing it from the kindness of your heart. You are literally right. doing this with ease. There's like a flow to it. It isn't any, it's you know, it's, it's effortless. Like you are just, yep. you're just going about your business but when you have to then present that in a way to say like okay but now I need y'all to either support I need you to you know right. pay me for my services I need you to do all of these things then then that's where, where it comes in right because you do it for free yeah. you, you you style your friend for free like girl let me, exactly. let me up and do that real quick and then right. and your and your friends will gas you up like you should definitely do yes, this as a business and you're like girl. for real okay then like. and then and then, as soon as you start to walk in that, that's when all of those limiting beliefs and all of that yeah. insecurity and a doubt it shows up. One, Woo. I believe, is because you are literally walking into whatever whatever God is going to bless, right? And everything that He blesses isn't easy. Like it's not, and you're just that gonna flow through it. Yeah, it's gonna
1: be with, uncomfortable. Yes, yeah,
0: it's gonna be uncomfortable. Exactly, and that's that is where I would say, like the success and the like when you talk about success and failures like people say oh I'm afraid to fail and this that and the that's third where they meet. It, that yeah that's where it meets yep. is, is in that space of uncomfortability because you yeah. have a choice you can either walk on the other side of that or stay exactly yep. where you are right and I exactly. think that we all have a, a um a moment right when mm-hmm. we have to make that choice because as entrepreneurs, you go through the moment where ain't nobody sharing nothing. Ain't nobody buying nothing. Right. Ain't nobody looking at your stuff. You feel Ooh, it. Or, or that other word that we hate. Come, you watching a sister girl down the street and you like, how she just make this a, and my <laughs> stuff, look, how she, we doing the same thing and she like, Lord, for real, did you forget about me? Did you forget that you asked me to do this and I could just go back to doing my job. I could just yes, go back to doing exactly. and then you, the thing about it is is that if it's, if it's for you, you said it if it's for you it's if for it's you. for you it's yeah. for you and it won't and go away and it's
1: going yeah it won't yes. go away and it's going to happen in the time it's supposed to happen and so you can't be questioning why like you said the next person's taking off right now and maybe it took you two three it's just not your time so you just have to be patient and reverent and you know continue to trust god and just yes. walk in your purpose because as soon as you start Questioning and you unsure and you uneasy, he not gonna bless you with. Yeah,
0: that. not yeah. when you questioning it. Not yeah. And the thing about it is, is that I always say like you could. I ask God for a clarification and confirmation all the time. Okay, there's mm-hmm. a difference between that and questioning, right? Because questioning right. is where the doubt comes in. That's when you like exactly. you sure, which is where I was at in the beginning. You sure you call me? You want me to do this? You you <laughs> want a homegirl down the street to do it? You sure you want me? Hey, this I just is want to be clear. I like just want to like be clear, this God. And, and 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 the. Those are the times where, and I've said this on the show before, where you talk about um, the story of Moses, when he's like, well, Lord, you know, I got a speech impediment. Ain't nobody going to believe me. Mm-hmm. Like, you start off that way and I always say the same thing, you know, Aaron ended up showing up and the Lord said, okay, since you're going to keep Ooh. telling me no, I'm going to give it to Aaron. Now, granted, you know, some people preachers preach it as like, you need, and sometimes you need an Aaron, you need a helper. I didn't see it that way. I saw that Aaron uh-huh. came and took my stuff and I was like, I need Erin to mind her business. Right. <laughs> okay. right exactly. I don't need Erin over <laughs> here, Lord. I got it. I, I got it.
1: Erin just came in here and swindled me. And yes. And
0: because I'm over here going back and forth <laughs> with you saying what I can't do and you continuously showing me this is not about you. Right. And so mm-hmm. I think that once we get out of that space that like our businesses are about us and it's about what yep. we can do, it's not about that. My, so that we like your business is about serving other women. My business serving, is about serving yep. other women. When you focus on the people, People that you are serving, yes. and nothing else should matter. It, I like, say it it, all
1: the time, your true passion comes from serving. Shit, when you yes. learn how to serve, that's when you really find it. But when you doing it for a buck or yeah. a dollar, or, listen, it's not going to work. And the people seeing, the people watching, can tell. Mm-hmm. They can tell. Yeah. it's not like genuine and authentic. They really can.
0: Absolutely. So, what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before?
1: that i'm even more resilient than i thought i was
0: mm. that,
1: that i'm even more resilient than i thought i was that and that i can i can really really handle i can handle more than i thought i could i think and i think it's crazy because i think even before business i believed that i was like strong and you know independent and a go getter yeah. and determined all of those things but When you get to a moment where you like, you done use all the money in the budget or the project that you thought was going to take off, didn't, or like you said, those moments where, you know, nobody's purchasing, nobody's supporting. I've had, forget days of that. I had, I've had weeks in my boutique where there wasn't one Shopify notification. So Mm. for anybody out there thinking like, looking at me on social media, thinking like, oh yeah, she she got it going on I'm baby okay like I'm not I don't got it going on yet like I'm I'm on my way there but there's plenty of times where I've had those moments where I was just like oh my gosh and the fact that I was able to still push through the adversity still keep going even on the days that people don't support you when you can still keep going when you still sending out the emails when you still yeah. sending out the text messages when yeah. you still calling customers and thanking them for their business even though their business might have been a month ago because your ass ain't got a purchase right, in yeah. a month like when you <laughs> still can get on live and be passionate about your brand and talk about a product and all of those things when you know you haven't sold that product when you w- when I was able to start doing that
0: yeah that's
1: when I really recognized like okay girl like you 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 strong strong like
0: you yeah to be strong,
1: but yeah like you really are more resilient than you even thought you were and and that has helped it has showed up in other parts of my life, right? Mm. Because now that I've become more resilient in business, I'm more resilient in my career. Mm. Like I, I, I find myself approaching, you know, projects and meetings with like a different type of confidence, because I have my own brand over here that I, you know, that I'm confident in. And it's like if I got all this going on over here, and I can still be confident in my brand. Yeah, y'all not about to, y'all not about to ruffle my feathers over here on the job that I'm making salary on. Y- yeah, y- maybe y'all you y'all used to ruffle my feathers, but it's not gonna happen now. Yeah. Not when I got all this going on. I feel like I'm more um, confident as a wife. I'm more confident as a mother. Just the way that I'm showing up in every aspect of my life. Yeah, I feel like I'm stepping into it a bit differently just because of the adversity that I've been able to overcome in business.
0: Yes. And the thing about it is, is that you, you, you hit the nail on the head. Like when you are really working on yourself and a part of this science the Slang Self-Doubt self journey is that, it's not just one thing it is a journey so it touches all the things Like i always say like we are whole people we're not this isn't just about how you slay yourself down in entrepreneurship and how you slay yourself down Mm -hmm. at work and all that when we did like a series of how self-doubt shows up in your marriage and your friendships and your parenting Mm -hmm. you know with your relationship with god like there's so many facets like we're we're not just one type of person and i think that i love how you're saying like in in that you were able to take that experience and be able to say that no this is possible everywhere it's not just yep. in this this area I can do this in all areas and I think that you know ultimately the goal is to just be the best version of yourselves and exactly who God called you to be. And he's not saying like, I only want you to be, you know, the version of you in this situation, right? Right. If you truly take this, this seriously, and really are trying to, you know, personally develop and all of those things, it will, it will overflow into other relationships and and people will see, see the difference, right? They'll see the change. They'll see whatever it is um, because, it's you that's changing that and that goes yep. back to the initial thing of life it's not about everybody else you are the change and people will adjust i always you say as, as women especially as, uh, yes. in our in our that's homes that is a word that is thank you lord you know <laughs> <laughs> i always say in our homes we are the thermostat you can walk. i yeah, always yeah. say i can walk into the house when i was working i would come my husband would be like your attitude sucks like you and I, it would just be like my i didn't hate my job but was so right. stressful and it, it it um it poured like it took so much from me uh-huh. um as a leader and like all the changes and all this other stuff right. it would just be like no I can't come in here I, I I could not separate that and come home like it was just like exactly. everybody keeps wanting something from me like we, we, mm-hmm. who's gonna ask me what I need and then eventually right. it was like bun they don't need to ask you you need to figure it out what do you need and I was like you know what I need a break. I need a, a mm-hmm. self-care day. I need... And it started just like that. That literally... That is exactly what it started with. It started with saying, yeah. okay, on Sundays, I'm going to meal prep. But after this hour, yeah. don't don't nobody bother me. Like, I'm going to watch the shows.
1: Yeah, and as women, oftentimes and wives and m- mothers, we feel guilty <sighs> to ask for what we need. Yeah. We don't want to ask for what we need. We can know in the back of our mind that we need a self-care day or we need this, we yep. need that. But we literally are fearful sometimes to ask our husband, like, I want this. We expect people to no. not when I say we, I mean, in general, <laughs> we expect people to read our minds. Yes. And we're not actually communicate. And, you know, men are like they're very simple creatures. Oftentimes you just tell them what it is. They're like, OK, yeah, you want them to just
0: look at us and "No, we are falling apart.
1: No, I want you to understand. I want you. And they're like, girl, what are you talking about? You could have just told me that.
0: <laughs> yes, listen. I'm telling you, if my husband was listening to this right now, he'd be like, "Exactly." Just tell me. I'm like, you can tell me. Uh, you know, football season starts in uh, at this time, right? I'm gonna be right here every Sunday until February, and you will be like, "What?" But I
1: think often, oftentimes <laughs> we have those expectations because as women, we are different creatures. We're very in tune with emotions. Yes. We're very in tune with body language and all that so we can look at our man and read and be like oh, he that, don't like not, especially not today. <laughs> with, yeah especially <laughs> with my like we've been together 20 years i can look at him yeah already know like what's going on i know what to say how to comfort him like i have been with him for two decades so it's like we eightly have that as women we don't necessarily have that as innately Right. So we yeah. get mad. We don't respond. To situations the same as us, but they not. They are not the same as us. Yeah. They just yeah, aren't.
0: They aren't. On top of the fact that um, we're that it's in our nature. Like that is how we naturally yeah. are to nurture and care and all those things. But I, you know. I Think that we both are saying the same thing like you need yeah. to ask for what you want, so that we just said it a couple of times. So that's your, your confirmation for today, whoever's listening. Okay, <laughs> ask for what you ask want, ask for what you want and <laughs> ask for what you need. Okay, sis, that's all we got to go with that one. Um, so let's talk about um, curated by Adrian and curated styles by Adrian and Chic Essentials mm-hmm. Boutique. Okay, so. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I did not know you had a whole boutique. Okay, because I, I would, <laughs> I and so I I didn't realize that you know Instagram algorithm algorithm be oh, trash, girl. right? So we ain't even gonna trash. talk about that. But like, of course, I'm following Kira, and I'm like, where is she getting these outfits from? Like, I'm just like, I have no idea. And now it makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, so cute. Stars. Yes, thank you.
1: Yep.
0: So as we so as a, a customer like what is the if a person is coming to you um what is it like where where, where do we start <laughs> let me just say where do we start okay me and whoever else is coming to you
1: <laughs> for at curated styles by adrian as a styling client
0: or well, either or either or. okay
1: well i mean as a boutique client you are going to get five chic and timeless fashion so i offer sizes small through 3xl so again it's it's inclusive fashion you can find uh chic essentials on all you know major platforms instagram facebook all of that and you would just you know you go to the website you get an amazing shopping experience the newest uh launch that we have for the boutique which i'm super excited is we have an app or like literally a app we got a whole app I'm okay, like, so freaking excited so Definitely make sure y'all download the Sheik Central's Boutique app on the Google Play Store and the App Store. Um, and, you know, I'm constantly just trying to elevate the customer shopping experience, which is why I also developed the app. I really realized that majority of my women, they shopping from their phone. I mean, all of us we shopping from our phone. We're on yes. our phone all day. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to have a shopping experience that was seamless and, and effortless and made it really easy. And um, now for my app users, you get access to. Collections, you know ahead of time before it releases on the website at spring collection actually is dropping on the app this sunday on the 28th and um, yes. you, also get, you also get access to exclusive discount codes specifically for those that download the app so that's kind of a in a nutshell your experience you know through the boutique you're, you're definitely going to get pieces that are going to be of value and that'll be able to live in your closet um for years to come and then as a styling client with curated styles by adrian like i mentioned i work mainly with uh, women that are building brands and female entrepreneurs that are looking to really just elevate their personal brand style. So I think oftentimes, um, you know, you may have some sense of style, but you don't really know how to translate it into your brand voice and your brand. It's important for the two to align because you want people to come to your page, come to your website and be able to connect with you. And if your fashion is given, you know,
0: Or not (laughs) giving
1: right or not giving, right, or not giving. And it's like drag born and whatever, but your brand is representing you know confidence and women empowerment, and that's not really what you're giving when you're showing up, then that your your audience isn't gonna trust you. And if they don't trust you, they're not gonna really listen to what you have to say, and they're not gonna purchase from you, and they're probably not gonna you know book you as a client, so it's about really helping women align the two, and most importantly, making it authentic to who you are. So I'm not styling you to look like me. I'm not styling mm. you to look like Beyonce. I'm not styling you to look like the girl down the street. It it needs to be authentic to, you know, your style, what you're comfortable in, but still speak to your brand voice. So, you know, it's just, it's almost like being a little, like a fashion chemist, right? Like, I feel like there's little tweaks that women need oftentimes in that department. It isn't, that the majority of my clients don't know how dress at all. Many of them have some type of fashion sense, but they need help in the execution department. Yeah, yeah. that's where a style expert comes. Yeah,
0: yeah no, I love that. Yeah. And um, no, yes, because that that you just described me right, like. <laughs> <laughs> in real life because uh, especially mm-hmm. I love the fact that you're focusing on entrepreneurs because a lot of times we are so focused on the business right right you know, like you're like your your branding and you know styling and all that stuff that comes secondary you' be like yeah oh, show up however I want to and then it's time to you mm-hmm. know create something right and you' be like yep what colors go together? Like what am I supposed
1: (laughs) Or you look back, you look back at that photo shoot and you hate every photo and you you look at every photo. And it's like, it's an investment. You ended up paying money, you know, all this money to get a professional photographer, videographer. And then you go back and you're like, Oh my God, I hate everything that I had on. Like, that's not a good look. And unfortunately we live in a society and, you know, people want to look at style and stuff like it's vain and all of that but the, yeah. the, the bottom line is people are going to judge you based upon your appearance when they haven't heard you, you that you haven't opened your mouth yet yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. they're going to judge you based upon your appearance it's the same reason why when we go to an interview we don't show up in sweatpants right we show right. up looking we, professional because yeah. we want to show up like we want to get the job so why don't you extend that same race to your business why do you think you could show up on instagram for your business mm-hmm. looking any way but if you were going to go to an interview, you have your best fly suit on and, you know, would be dressed to the nines to make sure you get that job. But then you don't take your business or your brand in seriously. Yeah. That don't really make sense. Sis. Like you should be looking the part. So people are going to look at you and be like, oh, OK, then they're going to read the caption. Then they're going to listen to the video. But if you're looking crazy, people are not really going, they're not going to connect. They're just yeah. not going to connect
0: no yeah you're absolutely right and i think one of the other things that came up for me as we were you know you're talking about it um is that some in some ways this is where your self-doubt comes in too right and you're having insecurities about um being able to shop appropriately for yourself and finding clothes that that fit and you know for again Mm -hmm. as a another you know as curvy women you like okay i ain't trying to give it too much i want it to be Uh enough i want to be able to find things and then and guess what ends up happening, y'all? Because it's happened to me. You just delay. Like, I, I'm yep. not gonna take no pictures because I don't even have nothing to wear, <laughs> right? I'm not even and so then you all you doing oh, is me a lose whole bunch that of,
1: extra let, 20 pounds. Listen, let me lose that extra 30 pounds. And, and I tell and, my clients all the time, you have to dress for the body that you have now. Come on. You can't dress for the body that you want five years from now. When, when you get that body, then we'll worry about dressing for that body then. But you gotta dress for the body you have now because your business or your brand is operating now. Yes,
0: and the people who resonate with you and your people need you. They need current you. They don't need future you
1: exactly hello, that, hello it'll be way way
0: too late if you gotta away and, and like I said again this is this is me when I started this it was like okay lord I'm gonna I'm start the podcast once I have slayed myself doubt it wasn't happening <laughs> <laughs> it legit was not happening and then right. I was like uh, then it didn't hit me it was like this is a journey so people are gonna have to watch exactly. the progression and it's the same thing with your brand like they're gonna watch the pro- pro- watch the progression and so mm-hmm. with being able to have somebody like you to be able to help with the, and this is another part about asking for help right we oh, we can't yes. do it all we cannot Ooh. do it all and so please it, hire people y'all to do the things listen. that y'all don't enjoy doing
1: or the things that you don't have time to do and focus on the things that you're passionate about that you would and that you love doing because that is going to be what serves your brand and your business the best stop yes. trying to do everything now in the beginning stage you are going to do a lot of everything just because that's how it is in that building phase but as soon as you can start asking for help and bringing people in and doing whatever you do it because the more you do things that you do not like the you're going to end up it, it ends up you creatively yes. in the areas of your business that you do
0: love. Listen, and I was just reading this book, um The Big Leap, and he talks about. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah yes, he talks about like being in your a zone of incompetence or even competence. Uh-huh. Like basically, like the zone of incompetence is like you're 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 working in something that you that's not your strength. Like I always right. say, like that ain't my ministry. Like I can't yeah. I, if you I'm not going to do in your it. Zone of you need yes, you need, you need to, to and and the thing about it is helping having people help you in those areas that you're yes. not you you don't know about or that's going to take you more time i've even heard like um mm-hmm. and just like different things like personal development you know all the leadership yes. things i've been in. it's like if something takes you more than 30 minutes to do and you are still at the beginning you don't you, you, you can't do it you you <laughs> right. that's basically it like yes and be resource. coachable stop Yes, thinking you mm. know
1: every damn thing stop Listen. thinking you know every damn thing know what your lane is just to the point you just said like know what your lane is it's like i think sometimes when people also are Successful in certain areas, like maybe you are successful in finance, and then now you over here trying to start a boutique, and you think you know everything yes. because you successful in this field. It's like, no, this is a different field. Just like with me, it's like I'm in the healthcare industry. I'm successful successful in the healthcare industry, but I knew that when I started a business, I needed to get a business coach. I needed to call them yeah. because this wasn't necessarily my ministry. I didn't do it like you know I'm I'm a boss over here so that means I'm gonna be boss. no no honey mm-hmm. you gotta humble yourself yeah yeah and be coachable and understand you know that you need people that are experts in that area to help you and it's the same thing in style like you may be in charge of everything else that you do in your life but you you need help in the style department yeah. since, and it, it's okay it doesn't mean that you're any less of a woman or any less of a boss or any less of a, a entrepreneur or anything like that it just means that You need an expert to kind of help massage out you know what you want your your brand or personal brand style to, to look like and help you match that vision with your voice It's, it's nothing wrong with that it's nothing wrong with asking for help
0: yes yeah, well you just sold me sis so you know <laughs> anybody else who was wondering whether or not you need here's another confirmation yes you do okay like, like yes you do and, and and again there's nothing wrong with asking for help and you're not saying permanent help you're saying in this right. moment in this season you know what I mean like you get something like help Mm -hmm. and that's a part of the journey of like growth you you pick up so many different things as you go along everybody Mm -hmm. like everybody isn't supposed to be with you in every season of your life you know what I'm saying sometimes you got to go back sometimes you got to be like okay today in this season I need help and I need to be able to reach out and and community and be able Mm -hmm. to ask people to assist me with the things that I need so that I can move forward because if you don't you again remember we talk about that that space of like you stay where you are comfortably right yeah you're in the same spot you sometimes you got to walk over that that. thing to be able to be in that season of of uncomfortability so that you can walk into you can uh, elevate yeah so Mm -hmm. you can elevate and just and do what it is that god wants you to do like absolutely that that right there yeah so they go two confirmations for y'all today (laughs) Today, y'all better
1: be taking notes over there y'all better be taking notes (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. Thank you so much Adrian. This was such a great conversation. I, I appreciate I you like sharing your Thank story you. and um I'm always just like grateful for the the I I tell them all the time like i'm talking to y'all publicly like so everybody else can hear but these 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 conversations be for me the lord be like this is who i need to connect you yeah, with they be for me
1: he <laughs> made it for both of us today i swear but no yes. thank you so much for this platform and how you're, you're able to highlight so many women and have these conversations because these are conversations that need to be had and it's for the you know women that are out there that think that they're alone like yeah. you mentioned and I just want to let you know, sis, if you heard my story and it resonated with you, you are not alone. I'm out here struggling as well. You know, I have great days and I have days that aren't so great. And um, I would just say stick in there. It's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yes. And give yourself grace because that's what i really learned to do more and more each day. Like just not be so hard on myself
0: yes yes and and everything will take care of itself like it, 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 it truly truly will just like she said continue to give yourself grace and just keep moving forward don't we, yes. we no more stopping no, no more, more stopping. stopping okay so <laughs> no adrian how can people connect with you if they either want to purchase something from the boutique or they need you to be their brand stylist
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me um chic essentials boutique.com is the website you can also find me on instagram and facebook um, and also pinterest chic essentials boutique and then okay. for cu- yes and uh, the link is in the bio there and um for chic essentials boutique to get to the website and then for curated styles by adrian same curated styles by com. also on instagram and facebook and pinterest as well and there is actually a link In my bio with Curated Styles by Adrian for Instagram, where you can book now and that will link you to a free style strategy call. So it's 30 minutes. We get on the phone. We talk about your style pain points. We talk about your style goals and I help you accomplish those. We'll we'll do it together. sis. So book a call. Let's talk. Let's talk about how to level up and, and elevate your brand yes
0: yes thank you so much for that y'all know all her information will be in the show notes it will be on the um when i post it in you know social media land you'll have all the links to be able to get connected with her so you can book today or yeah yeah now book now book right now, <laughs> right, now right now right now okay um thank you so much for this conversation You're welcome, thank you you are so welcome